The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. comes time again where we close the week out with a song returning with me from earlier in the week director comedian actor writer documentarian david cronmiller it's nice to be here uh, excited to, to talk about uh, about a, a music video music there video yes and that music video comes from the band Hole. 1995's Violet was the third single from their multi-platinum 1994 sophomore album Live Through This, which also featured the singles Miss World, Doll Parts, and Softer Softer Softest. Um, David, did you own Live Through This or any Hole albums? I I did not. I, 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 I did not. I did not own any Hole albums. I mean, I own some Hole albums, but not of the band Hole. Um, gotcha. I, I was uh, I was sadly a little bit more into into other music at the time, uh, but I, I know this video really well, and I, I and I love uh, Courtney Love, and uh, I like Hole, so yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was yeah, excited I, to watch it. I bought this this album. It was probably a few years after it came out. I didn't know much. Like I knew Courtney Love had this band. She was Kurt, and there was this stigma that like she was just not as good as Kurt, Kurt Cobain. Jealous of him, might have killed him going on around that right, time yeah. and i was like ah. and then i i heard this like i'd always i knew this song and i was in my angsty days where i'm like yeah heavy metal heavy metal heavy metal, like everything heavy and i heard this song on like, like i think it was like a coors light commercial or something <laughs> and then they showed her playing live because it was like a coors light contra series something like that and i was like oh that's this i'm like well i gotta check this shit out now and then i went back i bought live through this because it had violet on it it had a couple other songs I knew. I just didn't know they were by whole. And this album was pretty damn awesome. And I would argue holds up with like the best of Nirvana. Like she was up there as good. Like it was like a similar kind of vibe with them, but it was really good stuff. Like really well, it, it was an era of music. I mean, I, you know, music now, there's some good stuff happening. There's a, there's a few bands I like. I like uh, 21 Pilots. I mean, it's just um, different. Music know, is but, always but, aimed at the youngsters. That's when the new music comes. So Yeah, yeah but, but in the 90s, or at least with this particular genre, um, like with Hole and Nirvana, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a there's an angst, but there's a... Um, I'm a big fan of German expressionism filmmaking, you know, like uh, Edvard Munch stuff. Right. You know, and I feel like this music is kind of like that. It's it's the expressionistic view, a form of, of rock music, mm-hmm. where you feel what the story is of, the, of what they're expressing through the the anger and the need to say something in every you know bit of rhythm every guitar every yeah. distorted vocal and you don't see that as much anymore you know you see a lot of carefully crafted studio stuff you like don't movies see a lot of, yeah starting exactly. to become movies are starting to become that way too yeah and, and it's just there's an expression but music video yeah I, I i love music videos when i when i started out at, at a vsc you know, I did a couple for in small little indie bands, um, nothing that ever got seen. But you know, and I, to me, I was like, oh, this is the way you get there. This is the expression 
is this is storytelling with music and we all really want to do them i think i think any director uh, that understands what music videos were mm-hmm. goes like oh i want to do that that's fun you know it's like a little mini movie you know and uh in watching this this video i'm reminded that you know i'm reminded of two things one music videos used to be amazing and they used to exist and two <laughs> just period and two it's it, it's a bit of a work of art you know it's, yeah. a, it's a film you know we, we talked about moxie at one point you know it's a very much a a, 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 a music a song about empowerment and uh, and about uh, speaking truth to power specifically you know horrible things that have happened to women who are mm-hmm. being put in as these as these you know dolls as these these symbols of something uh, rather than being uh, who they really are um, you know and, and I, I love you know I love what uh, how the video makes me feel which is you know makes me sort of you know question things and makes me uneasy and right. uh, and, and I and I love that about about the, about music videos they, they can make you feel something they're not always just a band playing on a stage there's something deeper trying to come out every time right um, you know, Through, like with Nirvana too yeah like the band says something a director might want to say something as well that they get from the song there's all sorts of coming together collaborative efforts with that and this I mean this one it's directed by Mark Seliger who also okay. did uh, Joan Osborne's one of us. Sarah McLaughlin, oh. Building a Mystery, Lenny Kravitz, I Belong to You, and Stillness of the Heart. And he also did a Natalie Merchant video. That's pretty much his career right there. Did he go on to do anything after music videos? He did, a lot uh, of those guys did. He did a, like a documentary for Willie Nelson for some oh, uh, okay. sort of uh, event thing. I don't think it was a farm made thing, but it was some sort of event. But that's hmm. kind of his directorial history. Is and not, the, nothing after that, huh? Real short, real, yeah. Uh, yeah. Real short. It's kind of a, a thing they like to do back. There's like a lot of little ballerinas and then there's like burlesque stripping going on, which Courtney Love herself was a stripper in her early days before that. And so it's kind of got like this throwback and it's got like a, some videos in Billy Corgan's Tonight Tonight, uh, Smashing Pumps would do this too, where they kind of have this like influence of like silent film. Yeah, kind of in the sets and costumes and the way it kind of looks. They have a sepia tone before sepia tones were overdone uh, with things, and it kind of plays the ballerinas against the strippers, and it's also against this you know delicate ballerinas with this hard rock song that doesn't go with what they're singing. But also, the ballerinas are kind of what Courtney Love. I think she had a lot of hand in this video. Wanted to show the ugly side of stripping, like it's not glamorous. But every music yeah. video she said before this had been glamorizing strippers. It's you know, true. Mo- there, there was Motley Crue, yeah. Motley Crue's Van Halen's, all that '80s stuff was like, yeah, strippers. And she's yeah. like, no. And you get that from what these guys. I think they're showing is these guys see these ballerinas. And then what we really see is the burlesque. And then we see the point of view of the audience, these really creepy close-up dark room shots of these guys just leering with mustaches and stuff. And it's it's actually quite brilliant and powerful music video. for. Well, it's just trying back. to say something, you know? Yeah. It, it, you know. Music videos used to be a way of taking the song and then creating sort of a visual expression of the song mm-hmm. that wasn't necessarily always a one-to-one relationship. But in this case, it felt like it was sort of it was you know it was augmenting the song and and really letting us inside of Courtney Love's head, right? Uh, you know of of what she's really uh, trying to express, which is this idea that women are seen as an object, and mm-hmm. and um, and that 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 sense of being an object starts from a very early age, where they're told to be these very careful ballerinas, um, you know, and then as they you know, and it evolves into into sort of a 
of, of that's all that women are seen as, you know, right. and that's not who Courtney Love certainly is um, as a person. And she's trying to, to, to let people see that, you know, that there's that there's more to, to women than just being pretty little ballerinas who grow up to be in, you know, hair metal hair band music videos as background fodder, you know, right. instead she's the front singer of a, of a, of a band and, and she's got something to say. Uh, and, and, and damn it, she's going to say it. Plus, also, man, she's an amazing actor. People versus Larry Flynn. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a, a fantastic movie that similarly. And she was in Man on the Moon, too, right? She was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, she's yeah. quite good in that, too. They do an interesting thing with her. So they show Hole, the band, like playing live to cut back to and then messing around on the couch. But there's also like a, a medium shot of her singing, and it's just like dead stare, no emotion while she's singing this really emotional song, which is, I think, what like she's trying to express like the feeling of how she's treated in that, in that situation. Cause she's just like, Oh, and it's just like when she should well, be shouting it out. And, and, and her, I'm looking at it right now as, as mm-hmm. we're talking, you know, in that the, the shot you're talking about is, you know, her performance uh, shot. And they sometimes, sometimes it's nicely framed and sometimes mm-hmm. they go a little wider and part of her head is cut off, you know, part of her, um, you know, it's, it's just her, this part of her, her body that you're seeing and this part is becoming kind of dirty in the frame. And it's yeah. almost, she's trying to say something that, you know, women are, are in that era, especially, or, um, she's fighting this notion that women aren't brains, aren't thinking, but that they're just the body. And there she is mm-hmm. expressing it visually and how she's, you know, doing her close up uh, and, and performing. And then, yeah, the dead eye thing into the camera, you know, as well. I love the sepia. And, I, you know, the, you look at music videos of that of this era and they're always there's so much filmmaking going into every frame. Yeah. You know, it's not it, they're, they're not easy to do. Um, you know, there's in their shot on film. Yeah. This is pretty digital. So the, you know, the effects you're seeing, some of them are done in post. Some of them are done in camera maybe flashing the negative or something, maybe when they're exposing it and um, really got to get the lighting, right. You got to strike. I mean, yeah. yeah. (laughs) You know, and, uh, and there's a lot of film technique, you know, Nirvana and whole, you look at their music videos and you see a lot of, a lot of playing with focus, um, you know, literal focus of the lens and, uh, and a lot of edges vignetting, and it almost creates a dreamlike quality where Mm. you, you're able to get lost in this, this, this you know and then the brain of the artist rather than being told something you're experiencing it um which sort of adds to this to the to the song definitely definitely and then um the song though which the song's about billy corgan apparently so yeah apparently yes yeah apparently uh, it was not a not a good relationship uh, no there. but he would yeah. come back on their next album celebrity skin and write five songs with her so they rekindled oh, oh. something, which that album was like their most popular, but they lost their raw side to them. It was a lot cleaner, more pop friendly rather than yeah. what, what I liked about grunge in that era of alternative stuff before the late nineties was while it was pop, I'm not going to make any, any excuse for that. They weren't, a lot of them weren't going out to make pop songs. Their music just became the pop music. Yeah. And then it's on, then they get a handle on it somewhere and then they all, it, that's the challenge, right? You make yeah. something that's iconoclastic. That's supposed to change things or, or go like, no, I'm going to do a song. That's not, mm-hmm. you know, the rhythm isn't perfect. You know, like it's not the crafted rock ballads of the eighties right, or whatever, you know, and then it becomes popular. And then now you're, you're, you've created your own enemy. You know, you've, you've become <laughs> yes. the thing that you were trying to fight has become the popular thing. Which happened uh, to Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. He was very yeah. 
taken back by the people yeah, he was he not happy seeing with, showing it up yeah. at his concerts. Like, wait, you're the guy I wrote this song about. You know, like this type of, yeah. this is what I didn't like. So yeah, it comes, you create your own enemy. Uh, other note, Melissa Off-Demar makes her debut visually with Hole. I'm here, the previous bassist, Kristen Pfaff, had died of a heroin overdose, the one who recorded this album with. And um, so she was replaced by Melissa Off-Demar, who, another note, would join the Smashing Pumpkins in 2000. <laughs> For that year so there's a lot of crossover there and uh the strippers in this video were handpicked from jumbo's clown room which is in hollywood which have you ever been to jumbo's clown room no i have not this is where courtney love worked where apparently she met kurt cobain i've been there i went there with jeremy and jeff <laughs> i believe that i got a call one night i think it was close to when i was moving they're like, we want to go out. We want to, like, meet us up here. It's called Jumbo. So I was like, I didn't know what it was when I went in. Oh, no. And I'm like, all right. So I went in, but um, it's not, it's more of a burlesque club with nudity. It's it's very circus themed inside, kind of freak show ish, kind of fun play, kind of dirty. Because uh, it, But no, Courtney Love, it, she wasn't there at that she point. She was I not there. Say. No, this was, this was 2008. So, but yeah, I have been in there. And yeah, I Jeff didn't want to be there. I could tell you that he was not <laughs> Jeremy. That made Jeremy something. was Jeremy though. But yeah, that was the last time I hung out with those guys. Was that uh, oh, wow. Jumbo's clown room? So I will always wow. remember that place with it. <laughs> yeah, it was funny that same uh, year. Well, it was I think 2007, summer 2007, I guess it was, or summer 2008. It might have been summer 2008. Yeah, it was summer 2008. Okay. I was running a burlesque show that was circus themed in Hollywood called oh. uh, Papa Speakeasy Burlesque with my wife and uh, and a couple other people that we had um, uh, worked with that were part of a theater company we we formed called Theater Yop. So I I'm a, I have a I have a soft spot for circus burlesque. It's such a very very narrow uh, very specific genre of of burlesque and uh, gotcha. so. we did the burlesque show to help fund um uh normal theater. So we would do a normal play at 7 and then we'd flip the theater and do burlesque at 10. And do two shows back to back in the middle on, on Friday nights. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. That does sound like a lot of fun. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for this week on the show, David. Been a delight, a joy, a damn good time having you on this week. And before we head in the weekend, let people know where they can keep up with your happenings. Uh, yeah, I, you can find me on on Twitter at DP Cronmiller. You can see my movie Boris and the Bomb on Tubi TV and IMDb TV, and you can uh, also find me on a fairly regular basis at Flappers Comedy Club, virtually at the moment on Zoom. I host a show called Talk and Talkies, uh, where we talk about movies that are comedy movies uh, with comedians mostly, and uh, and I perform there on a fairly regular basis and making the documentary when it comes out. Please watch it. Excellent, excellent. And I will be sure to share the hell out of that once it comes out. Yeah. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD, written work at YSOBlue.com. The Brandon Peters Show returns all new next week. But until then, always remember to keep the positivity in your online film chatter. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetersshow.com. 
For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found. Thank you.